Welcome to a new episode from Perfect English with Danny. Today it's about grammar. And we will be talking about something that a lot of you might take for granted. But believe me, this is the source of many common mistakes that people make every day. We're going to talk about plural nouns. How to make nouns plural. And it might be as simple as just adding an S. And it is. But the idea is that we're not talking about regular plurals only. We'll be also talking about irregular plural nouns. And no matter how good your English is, after today's lesson, you'll be learning a thing or two about irregular nouns. So let's get to it. And let's start talking about regular plural nouns first. Now, obviously, the regular plural noun should only take an S. We add an S, it becomes plural. If we say song, we mean one. If we say songs with an S, we mean two or more. So, the plural of most nouns is formed by adding final S. Song, songs, table, tables, tree, trees, and the list is infinite because obviously like 90% or even 95% of English nouns are made plural by just adding an S. But that's not it. What if we say box? If we say box and let's try to add an S, what happens? It's box, but you know, just like even if you make the S a lot longer, it's still box. It's not going to show or at least sound plural. So in this case, we have to add ES to make it sound right and to differentiate between box and the plural form boxes. So here we add ES. But how do we know when we should add an ES? Well, we should look at the ending of the noun. Now, if the noun ends with SH, CH, S, Z, and X, we add an ES to make plural nouns. For example, when we say bush, which ends in sh, the plural is bushes. Church, which ends in ch, becomes churches. Bus, which ends in an s, becomes buses. Buzz becomes buzzes. And obviously the example we just had here, box, becomes boxes. So far, so good. We add an s to most nouns. If the nouns end in sh, ch, s, z, or x, we add an es. Piece of cake. What about nouns that end in a consonant plus y? What do we do? Say, for example, the word baby. Do you think we should just put an s after y? Now, if you visualize it, if you just see how it goes on paper and babies, b-a-b-y-s, you immediately feel that there's something wrong. It doesn't look right. And that's true. Because the rule says, if a word ends in a consonant plus a Y, we change the Y and we put I instead plus ES and becomes babies, B-A-B-I-E-S. Now, if the noun ends in a Y, but before the Y we have a vowel sound like boy, we don't change the Y. We keep the Y as is. And we just say boys, B-O-Y-S. And now I'm pretty sure you're saying that, yeah, we know all this. If you know all this, of course, I'm very happy. So let's jump to some irregular plural nouns. And these follow no rules. You just need to know that the plural of this noun is this. 
For example, the obvious examples actually are man, woman, and child. Now, man, which is M-A-N, in the plural becomes men, M-E-N. Woman, which is W-O-M-A-N, in the plural becomes women, which is W-O-M-E-N. Now, the special thing about woman and women is that we change the E towards the end of the word, but in the pronunciation, we change the pronunciation of the O in the beginning. So you see, we say woman as one and women. So for spelling, we change the second part of the noun. Instead of M-A-N, we say M-E-N. But in pronunciation, we change the first part of the noun. We say woman for one women for two or more. And we have the word child. Child, we don't say two childs or three childs. We say children. But we have other words as well. We have the word ox, which becomes in the plural oxen. Foot becomes feet. Goose becomes geese. Tooth becomes teeth. Mouse becomes mice. And louse becomes lice. So all of these are irregular plural forms that do not end in S. Now we'll be talking about some other irregular plural nouns that are not as obvious as the list I just mentioned. But first, let's move to some common endings where we add S or ES. But the irregular thing about this is that we don't have a rule to tell us when to put an S or when to put an ES. We just need to know. We need to know that this word takes ES or this word takes only S. And that is when we talk about nouns that end in an O. Some of the words that end in an O take ES. Some of them take only S and some of them take both. For example, the words echo, hero, potato, tomato, these take ES. They become echoes with ES, heroes with ES, Potatoes, tomatoes, with ES. But if you look at the word auto, kangaroo, kilo, memo, photo, piano, radio, these words only take an S. We say autos, kilos, memos, photos, pianos, radios, with only an S. O-S at the end of the word. Now, don't worry about memorizing all these words. You don't need to because I'm going to include a list of all these words on the website, and you can find a link to the website post in the description of this episode. If you want to find a reference to what I'm saying, don't worry about it. I got you covered. But now let's continue. We said that we have words that end in an O that take ES, like echo and hero, and we have words that take S only, like photo and piano. But we also said that we have words that end in an O that take both S and ES, or actually S or ES, it's up to you. Whatever you say is good. And these words are like memento, mosquito, tornado, volcano, and zero. For volcano, for example, we can add ES or S and both are right. And the same goes for the other words I just said. And now the same thing that we faced with words that end in an O happens with words that end in an F. Because it's the same. Sometimes we change the F, we put a V instead with ES, and sometimes we just add an S. And there is no rule. We need to know the words. 
I will give you a couple of examples of words that end in an F where we change the F and we put V-E-S instead. And let me correct myself here. They could end in an F or in F-E because we have the word knife, for example, or life. Or we have the word half or shelf or self or thief. Now, for these words, if we want to make them plural, we have to change the F, put a V instead, and add ES. So, knife becomes knives, life becomes lives, self becomes selves, and thief becomes thieves. But some other words that end in an F take only an S if we want to make them plural, like the words belief, chief, cliff, and roof. Now we say beliefs, not believes, and chiefs, not chiefs, cliffs, and roofs, not roofs, not cliffs. So that was about the words that end in an F. And now we have a different kind of irregular plural. And the different kind of irregular plural is that some nouns have the same singular and plural form. These words are like the words deer, fish, offspring, sheep, and shrimp. Now we say one deer, two deer, three deer, etc. We say one fish, two fish, three fish. And by the way, you know, I would say that fishes is also possible, but it's rarely used. The correct plural form of fish is fish. But you might have heard some people in movies or in other places say two fishes. It is okay, it's not a big deal, but to be on the safe side, always use the plural of fish as fish. We say one sheep, two sheep, one shrimp, two shrimp. And again, for shrimp, it's especially in British English like that. So they say one shrimp, two shrimp in British English. In American English, the plural of shrimp can be shrimps. It is okay. So the irregular thing here is that we have the same form of the noun in singular and in plural. And we come to the last type, which is, to be honest, the most challenging type of plural nouns. And this is for the nouns that are borrowed from other languages. And that's why they have kind of strange plural forms. You might have used these words a lot, but you may not have noticed that you're using the singular or the plural form. And some of these words are used usually in their plural form or in their singular form. So you might have not noticed that these words are different. There are some patterns to these words, of course, based on the language they were borrowed from. Now, most of them are borrowed from Greek and Latin, so they happen to take the Greek or Latin plural endings. So, we'll start with the words criterion and phenomenon. Now, criterion, you might be tempted to say criterions. Phenomenon, you might be tempted to say phenomenons, which is wrong, of course, because the word criterion becomes criteria. Criteria is the plural of criterion. We say one criterion two criteria, three criteria, etc. One phenomenon, two phenomena, three phenomena, four phenomena, etc. So we just change the O-N and we put A instead. That sounds strange? Yes, because these words do not originally come from English. We have a second pattern with words like cactus, fungus, nucleus, stimulus, and syllabus. As you could notice, these words end in U-S. And if we change the U-S and put I instead, we have a plural. 
So the plural of cactus is cacti. But to be honest, cactuses is also possible with cactus. But the original plural of the word is cacti. For fungus, the plural is fungi. For nucleus, the plural is nuclei. For stimulus is stimuli. For stimulus, it's stimuli. And syllabus becomes syllabi or syllabuses, which is also possible. And now we come to a different pattern, and that is words that end in an A, like the words formula and vertebra. Now, formula can be formulas with only one S, and that is completely possible. But the original plural of formula is formulae, which is A-E, vertebra, vertebrae, A-E, not an S. And now for the next pattern, some words that end in an X... But, of course, don't take it as words end in an X in general. We talked about them before and we said words that end in an X takes ES. But these, remember, these are borrowed words. These are not original English words. And these two words are appendix and index. Now, appendix can become appendixes. Index can be indexes, of course. But the original plural of the word appendix becomes appendices. And index becomes indices, which is I-N-D-I-C-E-S instead of I-N-D-E-X. So different, I know, but that is how it is. And now for the next pattern with words that end in S-I-S, like the words analysis, basis, crisis, hypothesis, oasis, and thesis. Now, you might be tempted to say analysis is... Obviously, this sounds strange. Or basis becomes basises. The words end in an S, and according to the regular English rule, we should add an ES. But here, if we add an ES, it becomes weird. So instead of adding ES after the SIS, we change the SIS and we make them SES. So we have analyses, SES. We have, we have hypotheses. We have parentheses. And we have theses, S-E-S instead of S-I-S, and that is the plural form. And the final pattern we're going to talk about today are words that end with I-U-M. And these are very famous words. I'm pretty sure that you've used these words many, many times. But usually in the plural form, not in the singular form. For example, the word bacteria. Now, the word bacteria, if you think about it, it sounds singular. But if you think again about the word bacteria, are we talking about only one or are we talking about plural? So, actually, the word bacteria is plural. We don't usually use the singular word of bacteria unless we're biologists and we're talking about a specific kind of bacterium. We don't usually mention bacterium. We usually say bacteria. And the same goes for the word curriculum, which we usually use in singular. And the plural for curriculum is curricula, not curriculums. And the word that we use all the time, data. Now, data, again, is not a singular noun. The singular noun of data is datum, D-A-T-U-M. The word media, which we use all the time, is also plural. We're not talking about one medium. Medium is the singular noun. And the last one, memorandum. We usually use the short form, we say memo. And for memo, we usually say memos. But if you want to use the full word memorandum, the plural from memorandum is memoranda. So that was all about 
singular and plural nouns, both regular and irregular. I hope you learned something new today. And there is a quiz. Don't miss the quiz. I'm going to leave the link to the quiz in the description of the episode. And if you want to see the full list of everything we talked about in this episode, also follow another link that will take you to the website where you can find everything we talked about for your reference. So don't forget, we have the link to the website and we have the quiz. Check both links, take the quiz and just test your knowledge. Because trust me, these things can be tricky and you can easily make a mistake using one of these words. So I hope you liked the episode today. This is your host, Danny, saying thank you very much for listening to another episode from Perfect English with Danny. I will see you again in other episodes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.